When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173 or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. John and Ken Show. John Cobell, Ken Shampoo, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, we're coming back with the Moist Line tomorrow during the 5 o'clock hour. You can leave a message on the iHeartRadio app using the talkback feature. It's a little microphone. Or you can just leave a voicemail, just like you've always done. 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. The masks are coming off everywhere. And now we'll tell you one other place. They're not supposed to come off until after April 18th. But there's a rebellion going on among people in the industry calling for it to happen sooner. We'll tell you what that is coming up this hour. We're going to talk now uh, with the vice president of merchandising for the Ralph's uh, grocery store chain, uh, Kendra Doyle, because there is a possible looming strike uh, between Ralph's and uh, the uh, grocery store workers. Uh, because Ralph's is offering uh, a 9.2% raise uh, over the life of the new contract, and the union wants a 22% raise. Yeah, the the vote uh, is about an unfair labor practice strike, and unlike a strike over economic issues, the union has the right under labor law to target their walkouts to selected stores rather than have the full workforce on strike. This also would affect Albertsons, Vons, and Pavilions. 
The so, negotiations are supposed to resume next week, but they reached out to us uh, from Ralph's to see if we'd like to talk about this and their side of this. We did ask a representative from the union to come on. We have not heard back. Kendra Doyle, welcome to the John and Ken Show. Hey, John and Ken. So glad to be here with you guys today. Thank you. You're vice president of merchandising. Are you directly involved in the negotiations? I am I'm not at the negotiation table, um, but as part of the leadership team, we are uh, involved with the negotiations on a daily basis. So what's the distance between what the union's asking for and what Ralph's is willing to give? You know, um, I'll tell you, we've really got three main goals as we've gone into these negotiations, and they're, they're pretty straightforward. One, we want to put more money in our associates' paychecks. Two, we want to keep groceries affordable for the communities that we serve. Um, and then, of course, we want to maintain a stable business and jobs um, for the future. So you mentioned it. You know, we've, we've offered a 9.2% raise, um, and we want to put no increase in their premiums for their health care, which is absolutely fantastic, and a stable pension um, for their retirement, which, you know, 93% of American corporations don't even offer that piece anymore. Um, so it's a really great um, package that we've put forward there. They're asking for about a 22% pay increase um, and one that we know, you know, will raise grocery prices um, by about $400 per month per household, uh, which is something we want to avoid. I think there are some people under the impression that because of the pandemic and what's been going on with the shortages that the grocery stores are making out pretty well the last couple of years. Is that true? You know, um, there have been a lot of opportunities, and we've learned a lot about supply chains um, over the last two years throughout the pandemic, absolutely. But we've remained open um, and taken care of our customers and our, our communities through that pandemic um, with a lot of increased ex expense and cost to keep everybody healthy um, and safe. But we absolutely, um, you know, have been able to, to do that for our communities and, and keep our stores open. Um you're, you're talking about a 3% increase roughly per year over a three-year contract period. Um, now, the inflation rate is going up a lot higher than that. It's already uh, at 8%, could be 10% soon. Is, is that the main argument of the union? And if it is, how do you respond to that? How do you respond to the, the workers saying, look, we can't keep up with what's going on here? I think that you have to look at it then more than just the hourly rate that goes up. Like I said, you're right. It is about a 3% increase um, over over those three years, but you've got no increase in your healthcare premiums. So for example, right now, an associate at Ralph's for their healthcare premiums pays about $70 a month for their entire family coverage, whereas the average Californian pays about $460 a month for that same coverage or for, for family coverage. Um, so there's a great deal of value in that as well. Um, and then of course, that pension opportunity um, is a, is a big piece of it as well. A full-time cashier, for example, at Ralph's, um, you know, with like say five years experience um, with this contract increase would have an annual compensation of over $50,000. Compare that to like an EMT who makes just over $48,000 annually, or even most fast food workers who make just over $30,000 annually. Yeah. So it's yeah. a great opportunity. No, I understand the comparisons. I'm, I'm just... Looking at, I mean, none of these salaries are, are, are huge salaries. They're all right. uh, middle class. You probably need someone else in the household making some money, too, to get by here in Southern California. So it's, it's, it's uh, you know, it, it's difficult economic times. And if people are seeing the inflation go crazy, I guess they're saying, well, my paycheck has got to keep up here. Uh, if it doesn't, I, you know, I, I can't hold on to my house. And so I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it from their point of view. Um, you know, it, it's a very tough environment. And I understand that, you know, you've only got so much to give. 
Well, what's what's the profit margin at stores? Like, what is, what is the gross profit margin? So the way that you look at it throughout the entire grocery industry is for every dollar, um, we're making about two cents. So it's it's a penny a penny margin business um, where we have an opportunity, you know, to watch everything we do from an expense standpoint. Clearly, our our biggest expense um, is our um, associated costs and that type of thing. So we've got to watch that margin pretty closely because, again, it's it's paper thin and on the penny. Yeah, the Times did a story. I don't know if you saw it in January. That more than they did some research, more than two thirds of Kroger workers struggled to afford food, housing, or other basic needs due to their low wages, and a lot of them were in the part time category. Is that also something that the grocery stores did over the last several years? Is to move people more from full time to part time? So we have a mix, um, and really, when you look at today's job market on full-time and part-time, you've got to be able to offer a lot of flexibility to people. People are looking for a, a job in a grocery store for many, many different reasons. Um, some want that full-time, some need it flexible for going to school or whatever uh, the case may be. And, and you know, you, you look at a similar study that came out about that same time Dr. Nam Pham did um, with regard to the grocery industry and really noted that um, we provide industry-leading wages and high-quality benefits, um, even even more so than yeah. Than well, but what you're dealing with, I th I think, because I there's a quote in here that uh, the president of one of the locals for the union said up until January things were proceeding at a regular rhythm, and then two weeks ago it came to a, sh a screeching halt. Um, I, I, it just seems that the economic situation has changed so radically so quickly mm -hmm. that uh, people are saying, well, we can't sustain our lives. On, on a on a nine percent increase over the next three years that 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 I, I'm imagine that's the main sticking point right is there another issue that hasn't been covered in these stories that we're not aware of or is it just comes down to the uh, the hourly salary well you know um, I, I I think it's total package because we have to negotiate a total package absolutely and we've been meeting with them um, for we've had 12 different meetings throughout the process of this contract negotiation and there's many different whether that's work rules or whether that's benefits or pay um, certainly that's you know, we've got to solve all of those issues in a comprehensive package. Um, but I will tell you that from a wage increase standpoint, there there hasn't been any movement. And that's part of that process um, is to say, you know, where we meet um, to meet everybody's goals. And, and after 12 meetings, they yet to provide a reasonable well, counter offer. Because, well, because when you're making, you know, $40,000, $50,000 a year, the margin of error uh, is, is really tiny. You know, when gas suddenly goes to $6 a gallon. Sure. Or, you know, the grocery, I mean, the, 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 the meat has gone up, uh, you know, mm -hmm. double digits. Chicken's gone up double digits. We go through this every day, all the different food categories that are going crazy. I could see a normal family of four where, you know, the parents are making 50 grand each. They, they don't have any room to absorb these, uh, these increases. And ironically, it's the products that you're selling have some of the biggest increases going. It's the food they have to buy, which is eating into their budgets. Well, certainly you're seeing inflation across, you know, a lot of things um, throughout our, our our economy right now, whether that's in food prices or whether fuel or, you know, all of those different things. We're certainly experiencing that across the board. And, yes, I think that uh, all Californians would agree that, they're, that it's a challenging time and we've got to find certainly opportunities. And that's why we want this contract to be sustainable so that we're not raising those grocery prices for everyone and, and able to continue to provide these union jobs um, 
today and into the future as well. And, you know, I, I think another sticking point, um, just to follow up on that, that our conversation that continues to be had is they're claiming that our stores are understaffed. And while we are hiring every single day, have been um, throughout uh, the pandemic and even before, um, we have less than five open spots in, in each store right now. So, you know, yeah, there's a, I mean, a couple sticking points that uh, that uh, I, we need to clear up. And get I back. know there's the Ralphs I go to where the lines get really, really crazy. Is that right? Well, we want to get you in and out. That's part yeah. of uh, fast, fresh, and friendly at Ralph. Yeah, yeah. and those those self serve uh, checkouts they, they don't help. They don't. No, they help oh, me. You know what? No, they're not. Uh, they don't help me. Why don't they help you? I always use them all the time. It's really easy. I always get a buzzer going off saying uh, I've got an well, attendant has to you're come a, over. Incompetent. Well, it could uh, be Kendra, that. thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Thank you all for having us. Uh, Kendra Doyle, uh, Vice President of Merchandising. For Ralph's. I think the first time I used it, it was kind of like not functioning, but now I've gotten got down to a science. Because you just scan your item and go. I, no? I, have, I have never not had a problem. I'm it's a little just... complicated, but you don't buy fruit or produce, so because no. you have to weigh stuff. So that no. shouldn't be an issue for you. So I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, it would be pretty funny to, to uh, uh, take a video of me trying, trying to, to navigate a yeah. self serve. Uh, yeah. Check out. Uh, All right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show. John Cobalt and Ken Shampoo. KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Next hour, you're going to want to hear this update. It was a year ago. It's already been a year since they cleared out Echo Park Lake of all the vagrants. There's an update that was done by one of the local television stations, and it's a bit of a shocker, or not. I say not. Depending on your viewpoint of how this goes, when people are told to get out, and they're offered housing. The update is basically, I think it was done by UCLA, where are they a year later? All right, we'll bring you the breakdown, coming up in the 5 o'clock hour here on the John and Ken Show. Well, they have put out some numbers concerning what happened during the first year of the pandemic to people in the big cities. And sure enough, reports, and they were mostly anecdotal, is that people had decided to leave some of America's big cities. <clears throat> maybe because they could work remotely, maybe because they wouldn't, didn't want to get caught up in infection because if you arrive in the New York City subways or you're jammed on the BART in the Bay Area... It's not a good place to be, but apparently it did happen. In fact, New York City lost almost 328,000 residents. Now, it's a big metropolitan area of many millions, so that's not a huge percentage. However, when we talk about these stories, you have to keep in mind that the trend, especially in California, is always to sort of gain population. Yeah. Not no, to necessarily lose it. it Again, a, we lost a house seat. It was a, it was a steady increase in three hundred and twenty eight thousand people. That that's a tremendous amount, and a lot of them went to Florida. And they I, did. I and I, I I know because you know we and had a lot family, of them went to Texas. We had family in Florida. And we always keep track of real estate prices in Florida, and real estate prices have gone sky high and then some because so many office New Yorkers relocated, and they're working in their same job out of Florida now, and there are a lot of parents. Who went to Florida because those schools were open, and you know the the dumbass teachers union in New York City was similar to the dumbass teachers union here in L.A. And a lot of parents there said, "The hell with this." 
So they got yeah. they got not to mention the crime surge. So you got the crime surge. You got the always lousy weather. You got the school situation. Uh, and and then and then you've got just that Florida's beautiful. It's warm and it's sunny, and you can get a much cheaper house and much more property. Yeah, New York City's got a big problem in terms of the business. I last I checked, only a third of the office workers had returned to Manhattan. And they don't, there's so many businesses that depend on them for, you know, just their happy hours and their lunches and just local shopping during their lunch breaks. They're really hurting over this. I think now I've... Los Angeles lost 176,000 people, residents, metropolitan Los Angeles. Proportionately, that's even a greater number, I think. Yeah, you're probably right because New York led the way in terms of total bodies. But yeah, 176,000 residents leaving metropolitan LA and San Francisco, which is smaller than LA. Saw a loss of more than 116,000. Greater Chicago lost 91,000 people. There are also losses in big cities like San Jose, Boston, Miami, and Washington. The place that really grew, places, Dallas. Like I said, Texas is always a choice for people, right? Uh, grew by more than 97,000 residents. Phoenix, more than 78,000. The greater Houston area added 69,000. I was just there. A couple of weeks ago, Phoenix is exploding in all directions. Hmm. In fact, one of my friends, his son and girlfriend, had lunch with them. And they were talking about moving out of Phoenix because it's gotten so crowded. Wow. Because now, you know, traffic has become really onerous. And, oh, and what are they doing in Phoenix? There's there's a lot of people buying homes and then renting them out as Airbnbs, which means that the rental market, the... the, the, the uh, the inventory for rentals has shrunk considerably. Because I see, because they're just they're just temporary rentals. Yeah, Airbnbs are not. You can't get there for a year no, lease. You right? can't get it for a year lease. So the the price of rent has gone way up in the Phoenix area. Uh, oh, this is something that's going on in a lot of places. A lot of corporations have been buying real estate. Yeah, yeah. Sixty Minutes had a story on that. So they can either turn Sunday. around and do an Airbnb or they can turn around and just do it as a rental, but it's making it harder I, for people to buy homes. I had no idea till I saw this story last Sunday on yeah. 60 Minutes that these 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 uh, corporate rental agencies have consumed in some areas, especially in the Southwest, enormous numbers of homes. Um, and and you know, then they dictate the prices. Right. Uh, you might have expected because of COVID. 75% of U.S. counties experienced a natural decrease, deaths outpacing births. Uh, the proportion was up from just 55% in 2020 and only 45% in 2019, but it jumped to 75%. And again, that's a lot of that had to do with the COVID-19 panic, yeah. but also there's fewer births well, as usual. I think a lot of people didn't feel like uh, taking the risk during right. COVID, going to a hospital. Having a baby, that seemed like, uh, you know, you could wait a year on that. Right. Uh, yeah, and by the way, the largest natural decreases in U.S. metropolitan areas, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's population declined by almost 14,000 people, but Tampa grew more than 45,000 new residents, as you mentioned, Florida, a popular place for people to end up. All right, when we come back, the revolt against mask wearing has gone to another level and you may be free of doing this sooner than you think we'll talk about what that is next john and ken kfi more of the john and ken show john cobell ken shampoo it's k97 
KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, doing what he does best, Donald Trump has uh, sued Hillary Clinton today. Isn't that great? <laughs> and a number of other Democrats accusing them of trying to rig. Oh, he used to love that word, rig. The 2016 U.S. presidential election by okay. linking his campaign to Russia. Although he won that election, so... Uh, uh, it's over the hoax. You know, they, oh, because, we know the Russian Yeah, because Clinton, Clinton paid for that fake dossier. Right. She started that uh, set of dominoes, so... Yeah. If he if he starts babbling about rigged elections, though, <laughs> and they run up to twenty twenty four, he's not going to win. I mean, I, a lot is, of, he, is he doing that at his rallies? I don't really have. Yeah, he they're does. not covering his rallies the way they used to. Well, I mean, he's a private citizen now. Uh, True, but know, he's it, still. Is, I don't know his impact. Well, his impact. I mean, he's certainly still in a lot of people's minds, but his impact on the real world now is zero. And he's no longer the novelty he was. No, no. But I'm, I'm geez, stop with the, the rigged election thing. That is and not. He lost a, Twitter. You are not going to win pushing that <laughs> rigged election. Uh, okay, let's move over to the mask desk and this update. I thought we burned that. Well, the last remaining place that, at least for another few weeks, at least, you're going to have to wear masks covering your mouth and nose is on nearly all forms of public transportation, which includes the airlines. So the development is that the number of top executives at some of the big airlines, American, United, Delta, have reached out to old Joe saying, let's get rid of it. Let's not do mandatory masking. Well, let's make it recommended, but not required. You know, what's really aggravating to me about restrictions is when they're based on no science and no intelligence. Yeah, now it's all just fear. It's fear. It's control freakism. Apparently the, Howard Stern freaked out about uh, getting rid of the mask mandates. Did you oh, hear he's that? Had, he's lost his mind. Hey, what happened to him? Uh, he's, he's gone crazy. Was he? But he was already a little germaphobic, wasn't he? Yeah, You're no, he, he's, kinda... he's still doing the show from his... Uh, Bunker? Yeah, his bunker. He's got two bunkers, one in Florida and one in uh, the Hamptons. I just heard. And, I just saw some headline that he... Uh, yeah, no, he's he's lost his mind. He's screaming about... Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, the, 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 the plane thing, the air filtration on a plane is some of the best you'll ever encounter. And it really works, and you're under no risk going on the plane. From from COVID circulating uh, through the passengers, it, it's yeah. just it, there's no risk. And and if you feel and, like there is a risk, then go ahead and wear the mask. You, you wear the but mask. Don't require it. You, Can't we at least be mature about this? There are now no longer mask requirements in in arenas, stadiums, theaters, restaurants, bars, stores. You name it. Anything with four walls and a roof. There are no more mask requirements going on. Why would you have it in a plane when the plane has the state-of-the-art air no filtration. filtration system that hardly anybody else has? Right. Just I can't. I, I just can't take that kind of nonsense. In fact, the executives wrote that it makes no sense that people are still required to wear masks on airplanes, yet are allowed to congregate in crowded restaurants, schools, and at sporting events without masks. See the other side to read that and go. You're right. We gotta we gotta go back to masking well, people at those crowded sporting events. That's just he's right. That's wrong. You cannot believe the difference between going into 
like a, 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 like a deli in Santa Monica versus a burger joint in the Valley. There could be, you could go in for a burger, right? And the line's 20 people long, zero masks. You go into a deli in Santa Monica, masks almost 100%. Yeah, I'm afraid my neighborhood's like the valley. I'm not afraid. It is. I'm, everywhere I go now, there's yeah, no more masks. Right. But 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 the, the it's almost universal. The heart of the West Side. There's an occasional person in the grocery store with, with still a mask yeah. around me. But and 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 for women, it's almost 100. percent And the younger they are, the more likely they're wearing one. Are you still masking up, little Debbie, everywhere you go? No, indoors? but I will on a plane. I know, but you you don't when you no. go to buy your uh, vegetables. No, I do oh, not. Okay. No. All right. Well, there you go. Finally, she's a little rational. <laughs> huh? You'll wear you'll wear a mask on a plane forever, though. Oh, right? absolutely, because I don't want to catch colds. I don't care about the air filtration system. I always catch a cold on mm. a plane. Always. I have too. I, at least I thought I have. I've come home from trips and gotten a cold. Yeah, but I I, I don't know if that's going to be a hundred percent to save you. But I don't know. I, at least I'm doing something about it. That's all. I, I don't care. You guys do what you want to do, and I'm going to wear my mask it's, on a plane. It's your 98 pound immune system. <laughs> You need to. John, you get sick every time you go away. Huh? You get sick. Oh, yeah. You know where I found out the germs come from? Where? They, they come from um, your your uh, your table. Oh, I clean those. I clean that. Yeah, and, and I the never do. Belts. That, well, that's what's left behind because the last guy was sneezing and coughing on him. Mm-hmm. And then you touch them and touch your face, and that's where a lot of the colds come from. Yeah. Mm. That's why you need to bring wipes. That's too much work. Then I just, you get I sick. just, I can't be the guy walking around with wipey scrubbing. I just can't do it. This is a guy who <laughs> doesn't know how to scan a box of pasta at the. Uh... But this is the guy that's building a bunker. Uh huh. Yeah, that's elaborate. Oh, that, yeah, a nuclear missile is a real threat. Some little <laughs> tiny microscopic germ. I can handle that. One of the main reasons the airlines, and by the way, the mask mandate is in effect until at least April 18th. Unless somebody comes to their senses at the FAA and in Washington and says, ah, we have to wait another three or four weeks. Uh, because they're, they're they're still having trouble with the flight attendants and the you dopey know, passengers well, who won't wear the masks. So if the masks see, are not mandatory, they'll be done with that problem. There, there, there's, there's nothing to explain this. There's no further scientific uh, explanation needed. There's no more debate. There's no two sides to this. It is completely safe. It's just they like to tell people what to do. I mean, certainly that's, you know... Look at Putin, right? There's not much difference between the desire Putin has and the desire that these bureaucrats have. <laughs> it's about control. It's just a matter of degree. But it's the same mechanism inside their little pea brains. Pea brains. All right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobelt and Ken Shampoo. It's KFI. AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, a lot to do in the 5 o'clock hour. We'll tell you what probably is the real reason that suddenly Sacramento politicians are interested in giving people some money over the rising gas prices. Which, by the way, did they go up again today? I didn't check. They're still going up. The rest of the country's oh, going yeah. down. Uh, my cheap place is still stuck at 597. Oh, is that where you're still heading over That's, there? That, when yes. you need to fill up? Yeah. Five ninety-seven. Uh, Eric has regular... Eric has five ninety-three. That wins. See, he beat your cheap place. Where, where's you that? Follow him where's, to his cheap where's place. That? Shell Station at White Oak and Burbank, right next to the one hundred and one. Hmm, hmm. I can I can go there. Shell Station, huh? Because I I get cheaper gas at the off-brand places. I get ten cents off because of uh, T-Mobile. Oh, that doesn't count. 
Well, no, it's it's five ninety three before I get the ten oh, cents. Oh, okay, all right. I'm not joining another corporate club. Yeah, they, they, they do rake in with that, don't they? I can't do that anymore. What to say? Give us your email. And you know what? It, it makes every transaction so much longer because you can't just yeah. pay for your stuff. It's like, well, what's your card number? I just put in my phone number. Oh, yeah. no. Once I get your phone number. Oh, you know, I got a problem with that, too, because... thousand spam calls. I, my family has opened up... Uh, no, it's a Shell reward for five cents off and then a T-Mobile reward through my cell phone plan. Well, no, no that, that, that's great. I just don't have patience for that anymore. I just want to pay and go. I don't want to punch in any more numbers. I don't want to tell the clerk any more numbers. Plus, all our accounts are under different numbers. Hmm. I've put some numbers under her phone, my phone... The old place we used to live at, the new place we live at, it's just, everything's a hassle. I just want to pay. The chief executive of J.P. Morgan Chase is Jamie Dimon, and uh, he had a meeting with top administration officials, including the Treasury Secretary, something, the National Economic Council Director. He wants the U.S. to go with a Marshall Plan to build out our domestic energy resources, and that includes... More natural gas. Oh yeah, there's only one route here. I'm we're gonna I'm gonna see how long it's gonna take. Maybe it's gonna take to the new administration in 2024. <laughs> it might. I will see if, if Biden eventually caves in. There's it's absolutely clear after this war that there is no future, uh, no successful future if you don't produce your own oil and gas. I I I, I if if you if no if people can't see that I don't know what to tell you. Because you, you want to be held hostage by every crackpot regime in the world or you want to produce your own stuff. That, because that, that's all that matters. You know, Germany uh, Germany finally woke up. Germany now is going to be uh, producing its own stuff. This whole wind and solar romance is over. Yeah, speaking of that, it's a pretty funny column at Reason.com by, remember John Stossel? Oh, yeah. He was like a consumer reporter for ABC News years ago. He's he's terrific. Yeah, he works at Fox a lot now. Is that he? Yeah. Well, Last uh, I saw, he, I don't know. He made a new video where he confronts a German-born environmentalist by the name of Johanna Newman of a group called Environment America that lobbies for 100% renewable energy. And he pointed out to her that despite massive subsidies, her beloved renewables still provide just 12% of our power. Her answer, saying renewables are not yet powering our utility grid is like critiquing a two-year-old for not being able to run a marathon. Mr. Stossel kind of shook his head and said, a two-year-old? Well, I don't want to meet that kid. Renewables have been subsidized for 40 years. Yeah. Not two years. They're not, they're not in the, their toddler stage is what he was no, trying it's, to it's, say. No, it's 40 years, and, and clearly there's, there's a hard limit on, on what they can do. They, they can help out at the margins, but we're never going to transform a 2022 Western economy based on uh, solar or wind. It's simply not going to happen. And this conversation the two of them had, you realize as you go th- read the back and forth, she's got nothing. She's got no, silly- she says next, how we spend our taxes should reflect our values. Americans love renewable energy. And his response was, I like the idea of it. I did put solar panels on my roof. But in winter, when the sun is low or my panels are covered by snow, I get nothing. He lives in Massachusetts, by the way. He has a house there. I get nothing for my solar panels. What kind of energy solution is that? People need energy when it's cloudy, too. They need it when the wind doesn't blow. 
Well, she said, when the sun goes down, offshore winds get cranked up. Uh, he says, no, they don't. The wind doesn't always come up when the sun goes down. It doesn't always work that way. No, it doesn't. No. And, and, and they won't accept that. It's been it's been proven. That's one of the reasons that Europe, Europe is having an energy crisis. And they've gotten so reliant on Putin. Is the winds aren't blowing the way they were told they'd blow. So then she makes the battery argument. And he says, well, yes, the battery that holds energy for weeks would make renewables work, but it doesn't exist yet. He talked to an author of a book. This is just a total fantasy, which is why nobody has done it anywhere ever. You know what's shocking? Because I didn't realize how far behind the battery technology is. It's going to take decades and decades, if ever, before there's battery storage for wind and solar. And if you don't have battery storage, you're never going to transition to primarily wind and solar. It's just not possible. We're, we're, we're going to have to burn fossil fuels indefinitely, you know, for the rest of all our lives, no matter what age you are. And then he makes an interesting point in this column. Fossil fuels have saved a lot of lives. And you might say, what? We have a 98% decline in climate-related disaster deaths over the last 100 years thanks to fossil fuels because they afford protection against the climate. And you stop in a moment and think, well, yeah, that could be something like uh, air conditioning, right? Yeah, well, yeah, air conditioning and uh, heating your home. Heating your home with natural gas. In, in fact, or... Bjorn Lomborg, who writes about climate change all the time, said that far more people have died from the cold than the heat. If the Earth's temperature goes up, we're not going to have more deaths from the heat. You have those deaths from the cold. And he, he published the t- statistics, and it wasn't even close. It was overwhelming. You know, people can adapt to heat. When you get below freezing, your body freezes. There's nothing you can do. And if you're not burning something to keep you warm, you're going to die. There's there's not an alternative for this. And one of one of the things, one of the things I I, I read the other day, and I, I read this by a guy who's actually very very pro very anti-fossil fuels and very pro-wind uh, and solar energy in the transition, right? That, 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 yeah. that's, that's his campaign. But he wrote something that I, I never knew. Uh, go back into ancient cave times. When they invented fire, fire was maybe the most important invention that humans ever came up with. And you know what that did? That allowed people to cook food back then. They cooked food, their brains grew dramatically. Their brains developed. And we became modern man. Without fire, without burning something, we wouldn't exist in the human form we are today. We would be like those slugs hundreds of thousands of years ago. You ever wonder why we developed so rapidly and got so smart and became so different than our ancestors? It was our nutrition. We could now eat a lot of stuff that caused our brains to develop in a much more complex way. So you absolutely have to have fossil fuels just to keep the human species going. All right. When we come back, it was a year ago. There was chaos as the LAPD tried to move people out of a place called Echo Park Lake. Remember the story? The huge homeless encampment that made the place absolutely disgusting. And finally, the L.A. City Council member for that district, Mitchell Farrell, 
decided it was time to close it down and clean it up and reopen it and make sure that uh, it doesn't happen again. Well, a year later, we now have a report out of UCLA. What happened to a lot of those people? We'll give you the details coming up. John and Ken, KFI. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.